We appreciate all of you being here today. Remind you again about this evening. Uh, don't forget our praise in the park and awesome time in the Lord. This morning, we're going to be reading out of the book of Joshua. Out of the book of Joshua, the third chapter. Moses has died, and, and Joshua... Uh, the Lord has uh, called Joshua to step in, if you will, to uh, uh, take over the leading of his children, Israel. And, and so he's doing that. And, and now we're coming to a place where uh, the Lord God is, is first telling Joshua in this. He said, this day, Joshua, I'm going to begin to magnify you in the sight of all of these people, Israel, uh, so that they can know that you are of God and God is doing what you want them to do. So uh, that's a little bit, but we're going to start reading in verse 9 of chapter 3 in the book of Joshua. And, and, I, and I just wanted to focus and, and maybe a thought for a title or whatever. I don't know, Pete, but uh, uh, just step out. Just step out. That's what, uh, you know, what my thought was coming to this and, and this coming together. Uh, there were some people, as we're going to see here today, had to just step out and step out in faith. So we're going to read in, in verse uh, 9 of chapter 3. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither to hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Havites and the Perserites and the Gigasites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. And behold, and all the enemies who that was, and behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe of man, and it shall come to pass that as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and that shall stand up as in heat. And it came to pass that as the people removed their tents, and passed over Jordan and all the priests bearing the ark of the covenant went before the people and they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water for Jordan overfloweth all its banks all the time of harvest. That's the time that we're in, so remember that. And the waters which came down from above stood and rose up as an heap very far from the city of Adam, and that is beside Zertan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stirred stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan and the Israelites passed over on dry ground unto all the people passed clean over Jordan. 
want to stop reading right there. What we see here in our scripture reading today is a very familiar uh, 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 lesson, if you will, for the children of Israel. Uh, for some 40 years before this time, uh, there was a, their fathers and mothers, uh, uh, their adults, uh, they were standing in the same place, if you will, uh, uh, quite like. Uh, they were standing and getting ready to go over into promised land, the Canaan land uh, that God told his people that they could have if they would go. And they were right there, uh, ready to go over Jordan, uh, but yet they heard the uh, testimony, if you will, or the report, as it said in the word, they heard the report of 10 of 12 people, uh, the spies that they sent out, and they listened to those, and those 10 men uh, changed their lives so much so uh, that they never got to see the promised land. Think about it, people, today. How many times have we let so few people listen? Have we let so few people tell us and dictate and share with us their opinion, and it changes what God has in store for you. We need not listen to man, but we need to listen to God. And if that man speaks of God, and if you're walking with God, your spirit will know that of God. It's that simple. But yet today, there are people giving you their opinion of this. They're giving you their opinion of that. Of why we should not do this. Why we should not do that. I wonder just, you know, I just wonder one day when people's going to come up. I don't think we should drink water. I mean, anymore, there's something wrong with everything. But I'm telling you here today, listen, they're at that place where their fathers and their mothers, they went there. And because of doubt, they died never reaching the fullness that God had for them. Because of doubt today, many people live their lives and never getting the promise God has for them and never reaching out the fullness of God wants for them and they die in doubt and despair. How many people living like that today? Well, that's where they're at, if you will. 40 years now has gone by and the doubters have all died off. Now we think about it. There are people now standing at the door, uh, doorstep, if you will, of great things that are about to happen. They're standing at the door, doorstep, the threshold of great things that God has promised. And what are they going to do? Are they going to miss out like their parents did, or like the adults before them did? Or are they going to listen to Joshua? Because Joshua is coming in the name of the Lord. My friend, I want you to know something today. We need to listen when the Lord speaks. And when the Lord speaks, I want to tell you something. Do you ever feel that in your mind and in your heart there or whatever? You think, you know, there's just something tugging and nagging and, and something pulling at you. And there's a thought put in you. Listen here. That's God trying to get your attention so often. And we don't even listen to it. We just shrug it off. We think little about it. But God is trying to say, step out. Step out in faith. And that's what we're going to see it took place here today. I want you to know something here today that these people here, uh, listen, I want to tell you something. Oh, there's so many great tragedies happen in life today because people come so close uh, to that new life in Christ. People come so close uh, to what God has promised for them and so many great tragedies happen because why? Uh, they get right there and they don't move on forward. They don't take that one more step. They don't take that step of faith and so many tragedies today in life happen in people's lives and they wonder why uh, that they're living a 
humdrum love, life and they wonder why uh, that there's not anything in the life. Because you come to the door, uh, but you won't go in. A lot of people will come to church, uh, but they won't listen to the master. Uh, they'll come and they'll sing, oh, how I love Jesus, uh, but he's not in the heart. I want to know something today. Listen here, we've got to get to the place. Uh, my friend, when you're at that valley of decision, or when you're going to get the place, uh, when you're standing on the banks of the Jordan, you've got to be willing to take a step of faith and say, I'm going to move forward. That's what God wants each and every one of us to do here today. He wants us to be willing to know we've got to move forward. Listen, the priest, well, before I even get to the priest, he said, choose out a 12 men, one from each tribe. I want to tell you something. Let's just talk about this a minute. How would you like to be? You say, well, I want people in my family. There's people in my family that need to know the Lord. There's people in, the, in, my, in, my, in my circles that need to know the Lord. How about you be the one that steps out and lets the people in your family know what the power of God can do in their lives by showing them what the power of God has done in your life. How about you being the one that steps out of your family? There was one from each tribe and they had to choose one to step out and be the ones that would follow the ark there and follow the priest there into the swollen river. How about you be the one that's willing to step out today and show people in your life what God has done, what God is doing, and what God is going to do. Will you do that? We pray and we will, oh God, move in my family. And God said, I'm trying to, but I want to use you to do it. Yeah. I'm telling you what, today, we need to be willing to step a little beyond what we can see. We need to be willing to step a little bit beyond what we're comfortable with. We need to be willing to step a little beyond what we think we can do. Step out in faith and not what we can do, but what God can do. And my friend, when we get beyond what we can do, well, we'll see what God can do. And that's what's most important, not what I do, not what you do, but what God does in and through you. That's what's important. Let me ask you a question today. Let me ask you this question today. Is there anybody here who wants to have all that God has promised him? Just raise your hand. If you want to have all that God has promised you, I'm going to tell you something. Well, listen here. Let me ask you another question today. Is there anybody here uh, that's settled today uh, for less than God has promised you? Is there anybody here today uh, that you want to have all that's promised you, God has promised you? Is there anybody here today that has settled for less than God has promised you? You afraid I'm going to ask you to raise your hand? Oh my! Yeah! Well, I'm going to tell you what. You'll know it when you look in the mirror, right? Listen here. We have not because we ask not. We have not because we ask amiss. When you ask amiss, you don't believe God's able. But when you ask all things believing, you'll see that God is able to do great things. I mean, I want you to know something today. We want to have all that God's promised us, but we're not living in the way that all that God has promised. You know, we have settled on this side of the river. We have settled in a comfort zone. We have settled in the fact that I love the Lord and he loves me. And I guess that's good enough. We have settled in the fact that God wants to use you and I. But we're not, yeah, 
You want to have all that God's promised, (laughs) but you don't want to live that lifestyle. Hey, let me refrain. I'm backing up, and it's basically what Joshua was telling them here. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you the same. But listen, that's what he's saying here. Is there anybody here that's living in less than what God has said they're selling for less than what God has asked them for? Guess what we need to do? We need to do what they did. They need to step forward. They need to step forward. Just like Caleb did did back many years ago. He said, I want my mountain. Yeah, Caleb was one of those that said, hey, those guys, look, I don't care how big those guys are. Look how big these grapes are. Look how big these uh, uh, pomegranates are. Look how big these figs are. Look how you said you wanted to see. I brought you proof. Give me my mountain. We need to step forward. And faith, and we need to realize that what God's saying to do, uh, that He's able to do. Now, you know what? But if you're satisfied today, if you're satisfied with where you're at, and you're satisfied with uh, the mediocrity, if you're satisfied with status quo, if you're satisfied with just floating down, uh, you know, letting the current take you as it will, if you're satisfied with just coming to church and putting in your time, if you're satisfied with just doing what you think God wants you to do uh, without any even consulting, him, if you're satisfied with that, my friends, I'm going to tell you something. You're missing out on what's on the other side. You're missing out on the blessings that God has promised. You're missing out on a greater life than you can imagine here. You're missing out on that that John told us that it was an abundant life. Oh, are we living? Oh, don't give me any more. I just, I'm so full. Uh, yeah, no, my friend, he, he told us we can have an abundant life, but I want you to know something. Uh, if you want to move beyond mediocrity, if you want to be move beyond the status quo, you know the scripture said, blessed are they of the hunger and thirstest after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And when you begin to get hungering for something more, if you begin to get hungry, you know what? A good food, you get something that's really good, you have just one, it's like a lazy potato chip, bud. They say you can't eat just one. I want to tell you something. You know you got to come back and you want even more. I want to tell you something here, church. We have enough and we think that's it. How about just going to church on Sunday morning and thinking that's enough? I want to tell you something. God says, I have got so much in store for you. If you'll just step forward, if you'll just step out in faith, if you'll just see what I have in store for you. Listen here. And yet we sit back and we think no. And then we wonder why we can't get along in our mediocre job. And we wonder why we can't get the bills paid. And we wonder why this didn't happen and that didn't happen. God's said, hey, I've been here waiting all this time, but you need to step out in faith. I want you to know something here today. Listen here, we need to trust in God with all of our heart, and we need to not trust in the riches because what? They can come and go. As easy as they come, they'll go. But I'm going to tell you something, when you trust in God, you're going to see that he renews his promises afresh every day. When they, when they chose, by the way, think about that now. I don't want to leave it just yet. Think about that where they said, choose you out, a man from each tribe. You know what that man was to do? That man was to represent. Will you represent God? Will you represent the love of God to your tribe? 
Will you represent the love of God to your family? <laughs> well, I've told them and told them. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to tell them. Tell them one more time. Tell them one more time. You know what? I couldn't tell you how many messages I heard preach until I heard the right one preach. I couldn't tell you how many times I went to church until something got a hold of me on that Saturday night. I couldn't tell you how many times. So don't ever give up. That one that you think cannot come, when you trust in God, he'll show you he is able. Don't ever give up. I've told him and I've told him, well, tell him one more time. Tell him one more time. I will move on. But I want you to know something. If you believe uh, that you can hunger and thirst after righteousness, you also got to know uh, that God has destined you uh, for things that you can't imagine in your own mind, that God has showed you a desire to move in such a way that he's going to bless you. Uh, But I want to tell you something here. What you got to do first, uh, you got to do what he told those priests to do. The ark. (laughs) By the way, not going into all the things that was in the ark, but the ark represented the promises and the power of God. When you follow after the promises and the power of God, God will bless you every time. You know what it had to go first? Send the ark first. Why? Because we want to follow God. We want to follow the promises of God. We want to follow after the power of God. And when you do that, my friend, and when you go out there, listen here, they came and said, listen, by this time they had been there three days. He had told them, he said, now I want you to get there and I want you to sanctify yourselves. I want you to get yourself set apart. I want you to get yourselves ready because you're going to see a great awakening here. Church, I want you to get yourself ready because you're going to see a great awakening here. You're going to see great things that God is going to do. He's going to roll back the waters. And I want to tell you something when he rolls back the waters here. Listen to me now. He came to that point in time. Listen to You know what? As I was reading and studying about this, I thought often about this passage here. Nobody, to my knowledge, said, now, Joshua, if you want to lead us, maybe we ought to sit and wait till the water, the river subsides. Jordan's out of banks. Jordan was a great wide river that flowed several miles like a snake. And I want to tell you something. There were four other rivers that led into this river and Jordan was the one who went down to the sea. That's what Jordan means, going downward. I want to tell you something here. And we need to maybe just wait, Joshua, till the water settles down. You know what? Have you ever seen a flood? You ever seen a river that was flooded? I'm going to tell you something. I remember a time watching a two-story house floating down a river and it was all together there. I mean, it was just floating down a river like it's a houseboat and it just come down in the current of the water. I was so strong. Now listen here, it took that uh, big old two-story house and when it came up to the concrete bridge there, it shattered like it was toothpicks. And that's what the power of water can do. And listen here and that's the kind of power now uh, that was rushing through Jordan there there was some great power uh, rushing through Jordan but Jesus said you listen to me and I'm going to show you an even greater power you listen to me and I want you to have faith and step out and you know what as soon as their priests touch uh, the brink of the water the soles of their feet touch the edge of the water guess what Uh, the water's just walled up on the north and it walled up on the south and all of those rivers that were 
were thrown into that. And my friend, they had to wait until every child of God, every Israelite person went through. And because why? Because they walked across on dry ground. Why? Because they obeyed and they stepped out. They stepped out. I want you to know something here today. You want to see God magnified in your life? You better step out. You here today need God in your life? You better step out. You better step out. You better step out. I want to tell you something. It was when they moved, the blessing came. It was when they moved. Three days they had been sitting there. No doubt as they walked through the day or whatever they were to do, they were looking over and they were hearing the current. No doubt three days they were seeing it. Three days. A lot of time for I'll wait till a more can better time. A lot of time passed by that they could have said, I think I'll wait till a better time. You know, people coming to the church Sunday in and Sunday out, and they need the Lord in their heart, and they leave saying, I'm going to wait till a better time. Well, I want to tell you something. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. Uh, Today is the accounted time of God for you to step out and step out in faith, believing. And I'm going to tell you something. It's going to cost something for you to step out. Okay? In order to step out, it's going to cost something, you know. Yeah, you got to be committed. You got to be willing to make that commitment to take that step. And I want to tell you something. You say, what's that? Uh, just one step is all they had to take. I'm going to tell you something. They didn't wait till they got waist deep in water. They didn't wait till they got shoulder deep in the water. When they showed God and they showed Joshua uh, that the priests were, they were willing to follow uh, what God said for them to do. As soon as they hit the water, uh, that swollen river of Jordan there, it just walled right up. I want to tell you, I like to think in my mind about things like that. Sometimes I have to play rewind to see it. It's amazing what God can do uh, when you just trust in him and let God see what he can do when you're willing to step out. That first step is all they needed to take, didn't it? To see the work of God take place in their life. My friend, you just take one step and you'll see the work of God beginning to move in your life because that's the step of faith that God is asking you to make. I want to tell you something. There's always needs to be a commitment here. I want to tell you something. You can't have victory without a battle. Do you know that? You can't have a testimony without a a trial. Do you know that? You can't have a triumph without a trial and you can't have a testimony without a test. You can't have, listen here, you can't have a crown without a cross. You can't have an empty tomb and a resurrection without Jesus going to the cross. You understand? There is always a commitment that has to be made and today, today I'm asking you to make a commitment today. I'm asking you to take a step of faith into a place you've not gone before. I'm asking you to take a step of faith into a realm that you haven't entered into before. I'm asking you to step out and let God show you his power, what he can do in your life. Now say, preacher, I'm just fine where I'm at. Uh-uh, you remember those two questions I asked you a little bit ago? No, you're not. Huh? <laughs> Woe is me, we found out. Well, I ask you today, are you ready? You see, because... In other words, you'll, you'll have to go through something before you get your promise. You'll have to go through doubt. You'll have to go through Satan saying, just wait. Just wait. 
that voice or whatever it's saying just you'll have to go through well I can't today so and so I can't today you'll have to go through that you understand I'm going to tell you something Joseph ended up in the palace but before he ended in the palace he had to go into a pit <laughs> did he not yeah got out of the pit and next thing you know he's in prison yeah but he had to go through the pit he had to go through the prison but guess what when he stuck to himself and who he was guess where he ended up in the authority of the most high he ended up in the palace and my friend I want to tell you something today I don't care what you have to go through it will be worth it to get there Yes, Daniel had to go through a den of lions. Uh, David had to go through and conquer a great giant. I want to tell you, the three Hebrew boys, uh, they had to go through a fiery furnace. Uh, But I want to tell you something between whatever it is that you have between you and God, uh, you've got to take a step of faith in order for it to be removed. All things are possible to him that believeth. If you believe, you can say unto this mountain, mountain be thou removed. If you have what, friend? Uh, Faith is a grain of a mustard seed. I still got it in my Bible, brother. If you have faith of a grain of a mustard seed, that mustard seed reminds me it doesn't take great faith. It takes a little bit of faith uh, to make that step forward. And you can say into the mountain, whatever your mountain is, it can be removed. I'm going to tell you, your mountain you might have, it might be anger. Your mountain you might have, it might be things in your life. It might be your past. But I'm going to tell you, whatever it is, uh, when you take a step of faith, uh, just like the mountain removed, the waters cross up, uh, wall up, and they cross on dry ground. God will do the same for you. God will do the same for you. I'm asking you today. You see, listen, between the children and just like the children of Israel and their inheritance, there was a swollen river, a river flowing out of banks between their inheritance. Between what God has for you. You see, God has a destiny plan for you. God has a purpose plan for you. God has a life plan for you. God has a way plan for you. But between you and your destiny, there's something you have to step over. You got to go through. Every one of us. You know? children of Israel here is a river that was swollen out of banks but I'm going to tell you something just as soon as they made the step they found out it was worth it all as soon as they made the step yeah I want to tell you something the only way they could cross that swollen Jordan River was to have faith in God the only way you can get and make that step of faith today is to have faith in God that he is able to move that. He is able to release the binds and the chains that hold you. He is able to set you free. And he's able to do great works in your life. But you got to be willing to step forward in faith. you got to be willing to take a step. you got to be willing to say, that's me right there. He hit me right in the heart. That's me. He nailed it to the head with me. And I want to tell you, sir, it can hit you in the heart. But unless you move, he can't do anything else. You got to move, right? Well, they were all standing by the edge of the river, already out of its banks. Come too close back here. Standing by the edge of the river, already out of its banks.
I'll step. I'll step. You know what we said? Yeah. I'll step. You know that one going to step out for his family? Well, guess what? They're all now at the river. Everybody now, all Israel is at the river. Somebody needs to step. Somebody needs to step forward. Somebody needs to say, God, move in my life. I want you to stand this morning. You're here today and you need a Savior. The only way you can get a Savior, Jesus Christ, the one and only, is to take a step of faith today. You're here today and you're living that life of mediocrity. The only way that you can have and experience the fullness of God is to be, let God be magnified in your body. If you're here today and you're not got, let, letting God strengthen you in your life, and my friend, I want you to know something. He will strengthen you. He will supply every need of your life, but you need to step forth. You need to take a step. I'm done. Come on. Sing a song, whatever you got back here. Take a step of faith. If you're here today, the deacons will pray for you. Pastor preachers will pray for you. Come. If you know Jesus and need to know him as your Savior, come. While they're coming, just keep coming. What about you? Ray come down the aisle today and said he needed to accept Jesus as a Savior. We prayed. And I asked him. We prayed again. I showed him. Ray, if you were to die today, you'd go to heaven. Amen. Amen. He's going to heaven, right? Ray, I didn't even talk to you. Would you like to We're going, to, we're going to set a time up to talk about that, but we thank God today for Ray accepting Jesus Christ as his Savior. You know what? <laughs> Just come to me and let me say it like this. <laughs> Vicky stepped out some years ago, right? Larry stepped out. They're stepping out just like those 12 people. I mean, each tribe. Stepping out, others follow. Ray is followed. I thank God for that today. My friend, I'm going to tell you something. If you know Jesus is your Savior, maybe you should step out more often. We need a, uh, uh, just the uplift hands of prayer from everyone, showing you they're going to be lifting Ray up in prayer. Ray, look. Look, Ray. Everyone's got their hands up lifting you in prayer, brother. That is awesome, isn't it? Praise God. We thank God for that today. Yes. Is there a word from anyone else before we dismiss? Church, tonight at 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock tonight, we'll have our praise in the park. Bring your lawn chair. And I'm going to tell you something. This is grace going outside the walls, okay? So that other people who say, you know, if I come to church, walls fall in. It won't happen. So they're going outside the walls, But the church of grace needs to show up. Okay? You support me on Sunday morning, I'm thankful. But I want to tell you, I'm asking for your support tonight. And each night we're out there showing the world that we're showing up to praise him in the park. Now, 4 o'clock today, if some men can meet here, 
at the church at 4 o'clock to help load up. Larry's got all the big whatever, speakers and all that. He's got all that that needs to be transported. So, men, if you're able to be here at 4 o'clock to show up and to uh, take it out there, unload, help set up or what have you, uh, do that if at all possible, okay? 4 o'clock today. And then service tonight at 6. Don't forget, okay? Brother Nick, will you dismiss us?